Radio. You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Pet Talk Naturally, the place where your animal friends and nature come together to find health, happiness, and harmony with all the natural things the earth has to offer. Your hosts, Dr. Kim Bloomer and Dr. Jeannie Thomason, each week will lead you through the practice of taking care of your pets with all the wonderful natural elements that nature provides. So, get ready to learn about natural nutrition, preventative pet health, and more with your hosts, Dr. Kim and Dr. Jeannie. Well, hello, I'm Dr. Kim. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Dr. Jeannie, your other host. And today we're also your guests. <laughs> That's right. How weird is that? I know. We're today we're gonna Dr. Jeannie and I are gonna be talking about choosing your natural health, your natural animal health practitioner, and we're gonna go into the who, when, why, where, the whole thing, and who knows what else because um, we're both experiencing a whole lot of stuff right now and it's probably going to overflow into the show I think Jeannie (laughs) there's no doubt probably about that at some point anyway yeah yeah, well actually I think you're going to get to hear more from Jeannie for a change yay maybe (laughs) no maybe's about it so hang on to your seats we'll be right back don't go away Time to take a walk down the path to happier and healthier pets. And while we're doing that, you get to listen to a few words from our sponsors. Naturally, Pet Talk Naturally will be right back. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Hey, ready to take a walk? Not just you, but the whole family. It's the 2009 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 7th from 11 to 3 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet-related. Whisker Walk 2009, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. Hi, this is Marcy Davis and my service dog, Whistle. (coughs) 
and we're your hosts of Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Working Like Dogs is the show where you can learn everything you ever wanted to know about working animals or working dogs. Whether you're a member of a working dog team or you've just seen a working dog or animal out at the mall or the grocery store and you're curious about how these amazing animals work with their human partners, then Working Like Dogs is the show for you. Join us for the inside scoop at Working Like Dogs on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We're back, but our nature walk has just begun. Now, back to Pet Talk Naturally with your hosts, Dr. Kim and Dr. Jeannie. And you know, Dr. Jeannie's really good with uh, birds, too. (laughs) And even koi fish. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm still learning the fish. That's something else altogether different. Yeah, you know, and I think that's something I probably want to share a little bit today on uh, on the fish situation, but... uh, Today we thought this was something that we haven't talked about. Back in January, we opened the new year with what is natural animal health, and today we're going to talk about how to choose your natural animal health practitioner. Now, Jeannie and I may be going about this completely different than somebody else because our walk in this world of natural health is completely different than everybody else's, I think. Um, We're veterinary naturopaths. Most people don't even know what that is. And they will contact us thinking we're a holistic veterinarian or a homeopath, or, and we're none of those. <laughs> exactly. So they don't quite know, well, why am I contacting you? Well, that's a good question, and that's probably what we're going to address today. But let's give a definition, Jeannie. You had a great one um, on your whole dog forum when it was up about what a veterinary naturopath is. Do you recall what that, how you put that together? Or? Um, I don't totally. I know that we use... God's medicine chest, you know, we use Mm -hmm. nature uh, Mm -hmm. and what's available to us through nature, whether that be herbs or sunshine or uh, nutrition, pure water, fresh air, exercise, rest, you know, those kind of things. And the whole that whole approach, we look at the animal from how they would be in nature. In nature, and right. Of course, we get a lot of flack about that point of view as well because for some reason, much of the medical community believes that animals have evolved into something else after having lived with us. Granted, they may have, have weaker jaw bones than their wild um, cousins just because of what we've done mm-hmm. genetically, food-wise, vaccinations, and so forth. They may you know, be able to eat a little bit differently only because they've lived with us and been forced to. <laughs> exactly. But bottom line is they will thrive if, if we, if we work our, and do our best to model what is in nature. And so that's really what our focus is, is nature paths. That's why we're called nature opaths. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Christian Hanna, who's a regular listener in the audience and I think a friend of yours, Jeannie, and um, also to anybody yeah. who's out there listening. And we hope that you will bear with us through this journey today because it'll probably be different whenever it's just you and I. It usually is. Very different, I'm afraid. 
I don't know, maybe that's a good thing. But, you know, one of the things that came to you, Jeannie and I come from a Christian faith, based, uh, Christian faith, um, Bible-based outlook. And one of the things that came to me as I was praying before the show, as I always do, is that our dwelling place is with God. And mm-hmm. that is from Psalm 91. And also that He is the God of truth, Psalm 31.5. And this is probably why we take a lot of flack in the work that we do, because we come from that perspective, which is rather iconoclast in the world of natural animal health. It but is. really what we want to do is empower you you the pet owner to take care of your pets the best possible way that you can and be empowered to know what that is and and the choices that are your right to make and I really think that's the most important thing is for people to have take back the power and and be able to make your own decisions whether we agree with them or not isn't the point because I had we had someone today who who it it utterly frustrated me because of the route she chose to take and yet Bottom line was she made that decision for herself and her pet. That's right. At least she was, was informed. She is informed. She knows. Um, she knows that the consequences or not. You know, there's always going to be consequences, no matter. I mean, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, um, she knows the good and the bad consequences of her choice. But the bottom line is she made the choice. Right. And it was her right to do so. Exactly. And I hope she made it from a very informed viewpoint. I am assuming that she did. And that's really what this is all about. Whether or not we think your choice is the right one, the point is that you have the right to make the choice for your own pets. Mm-hmm. So choosing your natural animal health practitioner um, might be a little bit different. I mean, most the, the, the first thing that most people think of, Jeannie, I think is, which holistic veterinarian should I choose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that's that's going to depend a lot on you and and your uh, beliefs and education, right? Uh, and I think that don't don't you think they if part of the thing that I think people need to understand is when you bring home a pet, your responsibility is that that pet is yours for life, unless there's some you know situation that makes it otherwise. Uh, you know, let's say some kind of a weird illness or situation so that you you can't. But bottom line, we feel that pets are for life. Mm -hmm. So you've chosen to bring that animal home. And since you've chosen to bring that animal home for your life or the life of your pet, whichever comes first, Mm -hmm. then the responsibility is to know and understand what that animal needs to thrive and not just survive. So that means understanding the nature of the animal, understanding how the animal interacts in the wild, what their thought processes are and how they interact in the wild, and how how they're going to relate to you and how, how you're going to help them to fit into the human society that they will be uh, living in. Mm-hmm. So uh, that means doing homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to do their homework, don't they? They need exactly. to read, study, research. and there's mm-hmm. research. And so it's a huge commitment. Those of you who are listening to the show, we feel like you've taken that step already because you're looking at natural alternatives. However, what we have encountered is people wanting us to exchange an allopathic mindset, which is traditional medicine, and replace it with herbs. And what herb can you give me to fix this problem? Mm, yeah. What, pe- what homeopathic remedy can you give me to fix this problem? Mm-hmm. What can you do to give me to fix this problem? But that's not what we're about. Natural health is about preventing those problems by looking at the animal as a whole being. Mind, body, spirit, caring for them from the onset of bringing them home in a, in a whole health approach what the animal needs to thrive daily so that you can avoid needing that herb to fix that problem. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's, so we don't that's look the whole idea. Right, Jeannie. So what what do you tell you have you've 
people who come and, and, and buy a puppy, what would you tell them? What would be the first couple things you would tell them? Well, before they, they even get here, you know, I've, I've sent them a list of the things that, that I believe in and how the puppies have been raised in the first place, that their sire and dam, you know, were on a raw diet, and, and in most every case, so were their grandsire and their granddam, and that they were not vaccinated, uh, so they need to be aware of that. I have them sign a waiver that if they do, it, you know, once it's their puppy, it is their choice, but that I recommend that they don't do the puppy shots if they're going, especially if they're going to continue on with the raw diet um, and keeping their immune system healthy. And so then we we go through that their, their system is going to be a little more uh, clean, a little more susceptible to... Uh, the bad toxic things that are in those vaccinations, you know, the the adjuvants and things like that, that mm-hmm. the heavy metals, they might be a little more susceptible to that. So I have them sign a waiver that if they do decide to vaccinate, then I cannot be held responsible if all of a sudden the puppy has uh, irritable An bowel syndrome or right, right mm-hmm. or skin problems or things like that that were caused by the vaccinations. So they they pretty much are educated before they ever come to my door and have decided to to buy the puppy. <laughs> All right, so I'm an educator really, at heart, I guess. Well, and we both are. And really, that's what a naturopath is. We take that, and our our oath is a, is going back to all the way to what the original term for doctor is, and that is, doctor is um, a term for uh, teacher, right? Educator. And so we help the pet owner become empowered so they know what decisions and whatever your decision is, whatever practitioner you choose, then it's your decision to decide, you know, maybe this person isn't working for me, I can go get somebody else. So let's say you've chosen a holistic um, veterinarian, but you don't agree with their assessment. You have the right to go and choose another for a second opinion. Exactly. Don't feel pressured. Well, and if they start to get angry with you, harass you, whatever, you also have the right to fire them. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Because bottom line, every one of us who is a natural health practitioner, when you come to us, we work for you. You have hired us. We work for you. So You're the boss. You're the boss. That means that you have the right to fire us or to not receive the services. That's right. And ego has to be put aside for that person you have fired (laughs) Mm -hmm. or hired. Because exactly. we're working for you, and, and bottom line, that's what it is. So we hope that people would come to a nature path as a way to learn how to preventively care for their pets mm-hmm. before they ever need someone for an emergency. Emergencies, to me, are where you're going to go, when it's a serious emergency, you're going to go to a traditional veterinarian. Right. When yeah. it is, you know, a chronic illness, you might want to go see a holistic veterinarian and a true holistic veterinarian such as Dr. Stephen Blake, who's been a yes. guest on our show. Yes, there's many uh-huh. veterinarians now that, that like to use the word holistic when they really are just now incorporating a few things like maybe homeopathy into their practice. But their their lifelong study was regular Western medicine, and now they see that there's money to be made in alternative medicine. And so they, they are coining themselves holistic when... In reality, they're not. Well, they're trading um, allopathic, you know, prescribed medicine, diagnose and treat with drugs and, and surgery 
for treating with instead herbs and homeopathy, and that's really not what natural health is. Right, and you'll find and that would, usually they just have that one specialty. They not, aren't necessarily, maybe they don't have the nutritional aspect down at all. They're still recommending you feed science diet, but in addition, here here's some herbs or here's some uh, homeopathic remedies to add Or enzymes well. or something, you know. Right, Bottom right. line, a naturopath is going to focus on what we believe is the foundation of all health, and that is nutrition. We're going to help you get your pet back to feeding what nature designed that animal to eat. And, and I always get asked this, and I know you do also, Jeannie, well, what is my pet supposed to eat? Look at their teeth. Mm-hmm. Would you ask your horse to eat meat? Would, have you ever asked, has anybody ever asked their horse to eat meat? Unfortunately, they're doing it in uh, factory um, animals like livestock, mm-hmm. um, you know, throwing in parts into their food that is why they're getting sick. Exactly. <laughs> because we're asking them to eat things that's not natural to their to what they were designed to eat. And we're doing mm-hmm. the same thing and have been doing it very long time to our pets, um, our cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. And now our birds and, and our guinea pigs and all of our other pets. Right. You know, they, they have Their teeth were designed to eat a certain way and you need to know if that animal is an herbivore, which eats only um, you know, a vegan diet, if you will. Exactly. Uh, or a, an omnivore, which eats both you know, um, meat and vegetables or grasses, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know for animals, it's, it depends. For different animals, it depends. And then you have your carnivorous pets, which are cats and dogs and ferrets, which um, need meat and bones to thrive. So when we talk about natural health, we're talking about optimal health. Mm-hmm. Optimal natural health with nutrition as the foundation. And you are going to find as many practitioners out there um, contradicting each other. Bottom line, though, to keep in mind is if it's if it's from nature, it's simple. Yeah, it's not complicated, and all you have to do is look to the wild cousins of each species to know how to feed your pet. Yeah, it's, now it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. And Jeannie, I think a lot of people come to me and say, "But am I going to feed that you know whole animal?" Well, some people do. Mm-hmm. Um, can't I just feed from the grocery store? Yeah. Yeah. Keep it simple, and. Don't make it more than it is. Right. But and, then, and I also get, well, it's so expensive to feed raw, and I go, it is? You know, what, what raw are you feeding? Well, they're going and buying this prepackaged ground food with, with you know, vegetables and, and vitamins and all this other stuff in it that's probably right. at least three times to... more than if they just go to the butcher and, and, and or organic food supplier and buy the 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 carcass itself. I don't know right. any other way to say or it. Or cut up, you know, for them. You know, well, they, yeah. they want to handle it that way exactly. better. But bottom line, to choose a natural health practitioner, make sure they're actually practicing natural health. Mm-hmm. Now, if you just want to continue to use your um, traditional veterinarian and take only his advice, then that's fine, but that's not natural health if he's prescribing herbs and, in place of a drug or whatever. That, that's not natural health. And, and I wouldn't say that's a natural health practitioner. I think it's great the veterinarian has decided to use some of that in the practice, but let's always look at somebody that's focusing on nutrition. And mm-hmm. there are holistic veterinarians out there, although they, are, they do seem to be few and far between, who do focus on nutrition as the foundation for laying the groundwork to helping your pet to either get over a chronic illness and get well or to prevent them from getting sick in the first place. So you want right. to look for somebody who's going to focus on um, helping you to keep your pets well, preventing them from getting sick. Because, you know, if your computer gets a virus and you have to fix that, oh, doesn't that suck because you're down, you have downtime, you have to take it in, you don't have your computer. But if you prevent it from getting that in the first place, you're moving along quite smoothly. Right. <laughs> 
good and good that's the same thing in health. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, because you and I have experienced those things technologically as well. We know right. what that feels like, Jamie. So, <laughs> right. you know, it, it, it's, it's very frustrating and it really, really messes up the flow of your business. Mm-hmm. But second of all, and, and, and if you apply that to, to health, it's the same thing. Our bodies need tune-ups here and there just like your vehicle does. If right. you don't get it tuned up, if you don't maintain it, it's going to fall apart on you and you're going to end up having to buy a whole new one. Unfortunately, you don't have a new body that that can be replaced this one. Mm-hmm. At least not in this life. Afraid <laughs> no. not. Uh, so, uh, you know, we look to the glorified body genie in heaven, mm-hmm. but until that time, we have this one and right. we need to take care of it and that goes for our pets. And um, that brings up another point that we will be talking about how humans can take care of themselves in um, in November right before the holidays mm-hmm. um, with another guest and, and ha- because if you're taking care of your pets naturally, you need to take care of yourself naturally because you need to be around to take care of that animal. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, it's funny that uh, a lot of people that contact me and ask for help, um, and usually in prevention, maybe they've got a new dog or something and I start explaining a raw diet and they say, well, you know, I- I'm, a- I'm already a vegetarian and and I get I only buy organic food and this kind of thing. And I don't know why I never thought of, of doing that for my dog. Well, not the vegetarian part, but of taking care of their dog the way they take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that never seemed to dawn on them. Well, I'm trying to eat species-specific foods. I'm trying to eat more more raw salads and so forth along with my, my meat or whatever. Um, why didn't I think of feeding my, my animal raw? It's like, duh. It's, well, it's because a, we've been really, really propagandized and indoctrinated. Exactly. We've been taught, and we hear over and over and over, my vet said, one of the right. things that we want to encourage you guys to do is take back that power of the health for your animals and for yourself. And that's how you choose a natural health practitioner. You choose them based on if they will work together with you and you have the ultimate say in what you will or will not do with your health. That's, That's health freedom for yourself and for your pets, right? Mm-hmm. And if they start to yell and scream at you, you have every right to get up and walk out. Let's use a couple of examples here, Jeannie, and I think you'll recall one that we did during our 2006 online dog <laughs> expo. We had a well-known um, holistic veterinarian on there, and uh, I didn't know I was going to do this, but he opened the door and presented it, and I just took the opportunity to say, we've mm-hmm. got a captive audience here listening. Let's take the opportunity and teach. Yep. And he offered something um, that we don't think it should be in a carnivore diet into a supplement that he was putting together, and it was flaxseed for a carnivorous pet. Mm-hmm. And we happen to know that flaxseed is great for human health, but not, and it's great for horse health mm-hmm. <laughs> and any herbivore, but it's not, not good for a carnivore. Right. And um, because it's what? Well, it's Pardon? a grain seed. Right. So um, they don't have the proper enzymes to digest it. So as he started talking about that, and I said, well, you know, that's really interesting, but even, you know, I wouldn't choose to give that to my dog because he's a carnivore. And this veterinarian got very angry. He got huffy. Well, I've been doing this for 30 years, and I think I know blah, blah, blah. And I said, and you know, I can absolutely appreciate that you have that training and that experience, but it's my dog, and he is a carnivore, and I choose not to give that to him, so I would not buy your product. Mm-hmm. And he got angry again, and I started to laugh, and I said, thank you for being our guinea pig today. <laughs> I wanted to show the audience that just because you are the person with the degree and you've done this for 30 years still, it is my dog, and I have the right to tell you no. Right, and nobody knows your dog better than you. Or your cat, or your bird, or exactly. your horse. You do. Exactly. And I think horse people have a tendency to be a lot more assertive in this area than small animals. They do, owners. for some reason. They do. Well, because they rely, I mean, because it's quite expensive to have a horse 
have any work true. done. So they learn every. They learn. They really are actively involved in learning how to care for their horses. Mm-hmm. Um, now the other thing that happened was when I went to the veterinarian, and any of our listeners who've been listening to this for any length of time, hello. There's Miss Fahim, the Herb Queen, who's in our audience. Also, welcome. Uh, she has a great show here on natural human health, and um, she is going to be our guest in November. So <laughs> you get to hear all about that. Anyway. When when we went to this veterinarian, when I went to the veterinarian, remember Jeannie and I wanted to get an X-ray because he was having problems with yeah. his leg. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had to first diagnose, and that's when I go to a traditional vet for X-rays to diagnose. And the vet wanted to know what he had been fed and what he had, you know, thought he looked great. Gosh, he wasn't overweight for a neo. Oh, she could, raw fed, you know, got the yeah. weird eye rolls. His well, teeth looked so nice and clean. Teeth were so clean. His coat was so shiny. And, oh, my goodness, raw fed. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you have him on any sedatives? Oh, no, I have him on an essential oil blend to keep him calm. Oh, the eye rolls. But that didn't matter. Is my dog my right to, to do with him as I chose? was yep. best for him. And, and after the discount as hell. And I told her right away, I came here for a diagnosis, not for drugs. Mm-hmm. Now if he does need surgery, if it is a fracture, then we'll go we'll take it to that step if and when that you know that's necessary. Yeah. Bottom line it was arthritis. And I said, Oh, well this is wonderful. I can deal with this nutritionally and she says, But you don't want any NSAIDs and I said, What did you have in mind? Because I wanted to hear what she was gonna say and I think I knew it was gonna be um uh <laughs> that mm-hmm. she was gonna say Rimadil. Right, and I said, "Oh no, absolutely not." I, you know, and I thank you. I appreciate the diagnosis, but I didn't come here for drugs. I came here for a diagnosis. It was a good answer, and I can deal with this. She was shocked. I walked away. You don't want anything? No, I don't want anything. I just needed a diagnosis. Again, mm-hmm. that is your right as the pet owner to be able to do that. Yep. And people need to know that you don't have to be afraid of a white coat. You don't need to be afraid of anybody with a DR in front of their name. No. I don't care who it is, me, Jeannie, anybody. <laughs> we all put our pants on the same way, don't we? <laughs> At least I hope so. <laughs> I had a pretty crazy dad who would put them on backwards sometimes, oh, well. and I think, that was, I think that was a craze back in the 90s for a while. <laughs> but bottom line is, it's your choice. And so look for, somebody, look for somebody who will work with you and answer your questions and not berate you and let you... Share because you know that animal the best. You're living with them, mm-hmm. so it's your right to say, you know, what you want done, and you have the right to also say, you know what, thank you for your advice. I think I'm going to go get another opinion. Right, and you, it's also your right to not to walk to walk away from any practitioner, natural health or otherwise, if you don't feel that the relationship is beneficial for you and your pet. Totally. Hopefully, you will do it with some tact because you know there's enough nastiness out there in the world. But, you know, Jeannie and I are so used to having people disagree with us anyway. <laughs> when they walk away from us, we're like, okay, well, oh, right, okay. I have take care. <laughs> because they don't totally get that we are here for preventative measures. Right. We're here for prevention. You know, in right. other countries like South Africa and Australia and New Zealand, um, and even in Europe, nature paths are greatly used. But mm-hmm. this country still doesn't get it. You know, that we're yeah. all about the prevention. Right. Now, if you came to us with a, a dog with cancer and asked for recommendations, if there was, you know, we, a lot of times, prevention is also the cure. And mm-hmm. we can set you on the right path that way. But maybe um, you want somebody that's a little more qualified. Um, and we, we recommend that you find, say, a, a homeopath. Then a naturopath is a good person to go to to, to get a recommendation of a, of a good homeopath or a good holistic veterinarian. Uh, you know, in case you're wondering, well, that's great. Now I know what to look for. How do I find one? 
um, you know, ask somebody who's already going, somebody that's already into natural care or someone who has had a, uh, a sick dog or a dog with cancer and, and their veterinarian has helped them with it. Uh, or come to, go to your naturopath and ask them for a recommendation. There you go. And, and Jeannie, that, same thing with an herbalist. There might be an herbalist that we feel is far more qualified than us because we do focus exactly. on nutrition. Mm-hmm. Do Jeannie and I use herbs? You bet we do. Do we use some homeopathy? I use homeopathy usually um, for acute situations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on the way to, if you're, especially if you're on the way in an emergency situation to a vet. Right. But and I, you know, and- Jeannie and I are great big fans of the essential oils and aromatherapy. You know, of course, we use a certain brand, Young Living, but. Um, you know, I use other, I mean, we're, we love using food-grade diatomaceous earth and colloidal <laughs> silver also sure. in our own health and that of our pets, you know, and partly because they're very inexpensive and natural ways to um, prevent illness. Right. And, you know, we believe in boosting the immune system, especially during what Dr. Big J time. talked about. Remember when he talked about the uh, gauntlet seasons? Mm-hmm. We're in a gauntlet right now. We're yes, going into we a gauntlet season, meaning that, you know, anytime you have a seasonal change, it's a gauntlet. And that's when you really need to focus on, you know, switching gears and building the immune system or doing a detox. Those things are all part of keeping that maintenance up and keeping the body clean. And you can find specialists who will help you with those things. We also know people who do certain things like canine reflexology, equine iridology, iridology for, um, you know, they can help find out what's going on in the body just through the iris of the eye. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, Mercedes, uh, Dr. Mercedes Colburn was a guest here, and she has mapped the equine eye, and now she's mapping the um, canine eye, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, And the human eye has been mapped also, so the dogs are pretty similar, she said, because she's been in human iridology for a long, long time. Um, There are other modalities. Amy Snow and Nancy Zadonis with animal acupressure and massage. They are hooked up with the massage. She and T-Touch with Linda Tellington-Jones, there are a lot of modalities that can help release energy in the body to help the healing begin. Chiropractic, we have a wonderful chiropractor coming on the show this fall. She does human and animal chiropractic. We, it, there are a lot of different people that we can refer you to that can help with different issues. Right. Every single animal is unique, and that's the important thing for everybody to remember. Your pet is as unique as you are, mm-hmm. and no two are going to be the same in their health protocol. Right. And Every one of them, you want a team to work with you, and a team means all these different people, and you find who works the best for you. Bottom line, if you're doing prevention, you're going to need as little help as possible. I mean, really, seriously. True. If you're, if you're, doing, if you're doing the diet and you're doing the detoxes and, the, and the, um, supporting the body during those gauntlet seasons and the change, you know, whether boosting the immune system or detoxing, you're going to need very little help in the nutritional, I mean, I'm sorry, in the natural health uh, right. practitioners. Uh, when you have chronic illness and when you have a lot of sporting animals, you know, in agility and um, mm-hmm. show and that sort of thing, they're going to need a lot more of the acupressure and massage work, aren't they, Jeannie? Exactly. So yeah. those, are, those are the people that, that you're going to want to go to for that. And, you know, what's, another great thing that you can use that I really am loving using is herbs in a preventative fashion. Mm-hmm. helping keep your body healthy in a preventative fashion. And animals will self-medicate. If you're growing herbs, and I know a lot of uh, natural growing breeders who will um, let, allow their dogs to graze into the herbs that they prefer. Right. Well, same thing so with if you're essential growing- oils. Sometimes, you, you know, if you'll hold out the oils for the dogs to, to smell, they'll be drawn and, and want a certain oil for whatever their need is. There you and go. I understand and- horses are the same way. 
Oh, yeah, and they'll choose what they want. And exactly. they'll also even, as Amy and Nancy have told us when they've done acupressure, a horse will tell you, I need it right there, right there, get right. me right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, they, animals are really, really, folk, they, their whole lives, their whole communication is through their body, so they know what they need. Right. But they just don't have access to it. So if you can grow these things and have these things available for them, they'll show you what they need. I think that's why I like the essential oils so much that we use, Jeannie, because they can choose. Yes. But you still have to be the discerning one in order to what? So Because sometimes, you know, they might choose chocolate, and that's not good for them either. <laughs> that's right. So the good important point. thing here is that you be informed so that mm-hmm. you can make the decisions for your pets and choosing what practitioners you want to work with. Right. But bottom line is, it's your decision. I, I love what Miss um, Fahim, the herb queen, she has a wonderful show here on Blog Talk Radio for Human Health, and she always says, it's not my body, it's not the doctor's body, it's your body. And when it comes for, to your pets, we would say, it's not the vet's body, it's not my body, it's your pet's body, and you are the one responsible for it. Right. And they're depending on you to be responsible for them and to choose those people. So do your homework. And, again, I know a lot of people will say, but my vet said, and he was so mean, and he did this, and he did that. Why did you stay? Yeah. It makes you wonder sometimes. But the bottom line is being empowered with, first of all, you're going to have to unlearn. And then, second of all, you're going to have to relearn. <laughs> exactly. It's really about you doing your homework. And you know what? It's fun. What's really fun is that you start to learn and you get excited and you start seeing the little changes in your pet. Oh, he's got a little bit more perk in his step. Mm-hmm. He's got a little bit brighter eye. He's a little bit, he seems younger again. I thought my dog was old at six years of age. Right. And isn't that usually the age that we start to see problems in our dogs and cats nowadays? I bet you people didn't know that typically, and we know some people that are doing natural health in rescue, and one of them is Gail Pope at Brighthaven. She has very old animals. Mm-hmm. She has kitties living in the She only 30. takes in the seniors. Mm-hmm. She only takes in the seniors, and yet because she takes in these rescues and turns them around with natural health, these cats are living into their 30s. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Dogs are living into their 20s. Mm-hmm. Okay, middle age should not be six years of age. No. <laughs> Maybe in a guinea pig. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. I just I can't understand that. Six years is not old, not even middle age. They should be in yeah. their prime. Exactly, Jeannie. And so how do you choose a natural health practitioner? Maybe the question should be instead is, why are you choosing one? Are you ready to take on natural health for real? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to hear what that person's going to tell you? Are, are you unlearning first? Because right. what, why did you choose natural health in the first place? Mm-hmm. Is it because it's a buzzword? Or are you really, really ready to surrender all your preconceived ideas and, and get busy laying a foundation of true natural health? And that starts with nutrition, working with people who will guide you there, and then finding somebody who will encourage and support you when you're there. Exactly. Um, if they roll their eyes, then you need to look somewhere else. And if they argue with you, if they're angry oh, with you, for right. whatever your choice. They say, well, I'm the doctor. I'm the one with the education. Well, that's well and good. But <laughs> That's a good opportunity for me to walk out the door at that point. And I've yeah. done that with human health. You know, I very much mm-hmm. don't want, you know, I walked in to my dentist recently and I said, this is what I want done and I don't want that. Mm-hmm. And I don't need any drugs because I do all natural, holistic approach to my health. I didn't ask 
I didn't wait for them to tell me what to do. There I you told, go. Them told them what them. I needed done for mm-hmm. my body and what I wanted done, and here's why. Right. This is what I've experienced. This is what's going on. This is what I want, and they worked with me. Right. And you know what? They got to be my new dentist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I because they worked with me. And even if they thought you were nuts, they were willing to work with sure, you. Sure, but you know, even they had a great bedside manner, the dentist mm-hmm. did, and I thought, you know what? This is what where I'm at at this point in my life, and this is what I want. Right. Even if they're not holistic, if they're going to work with you, then that's what counts, bottom mm-hmm. line. Anybody you right. choose. And like Jeannie said, get recommendations from other people who have had wonderful experience. It doesn't necessarily mean you will, but at least it's a starting point. Exactly. And we have a lot of guests who've been here on our show that we would recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some we won't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Put that in there. That's right. But there, is, there are many that we will, and I know Dr. Blake, he yeah. has pretty str- uh, stringent criteria for you becoming a client of his. We would highly recommend sh- him. Highly recommend him, Dr. Stephen Blake, a.k.a. The Pet Whisperer at um, mm-hmm. pet, thepetwhisperer.com. He will make sure that your fear factor is very low before he will take you on as a client. Right, or he won't even take you on. He won't even take you on because he's going to look at if you're ready to commit to that journey of unlearning Mm -hmm. and um, walk the steps. And you can be all the way over here in this step where you said, you know what, my pet is sick all the time. I'm always having to go to the vet. I'm doing everything I thought was right. I'm feeding this premium kibble. I'm giving the vaccinations yearly. I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm constantly having problems. I don't think this is working. I've got to find a better way. You're already taking a step in the right direction. That's right. It's the biggest and step, actually. It is, but you do have to let go of allowing the vet to make all the decisions for you. Exactly. You've got to be willing to make the decisions. I don't make the decisions for my clients. I make them. I, I tell them what I know. Mm-hmm. That's what they pay me for, and then they decide what they're going to do. Right. And we usually give them choices, you know. Well, what, give what them if a lot of choices. Yeah. What if I can't do it exactly that way? Well, then, you know, do this way. Mm-hmm. At least it's a step in the right direction. Again, you know, like if there's, they're at a place in their, their life right now, they're in the middle of a move or whatever, and they can't go out and get raw food for their dog can can they cook it for a week first and sure cook it for a week and then transition them into raw even cooking food instead of buying kibble is is a step it's all you know even if it has to be baby steps that there there's steps in the right direction and there you go it's all that's all this There's is so it's not a, it's not a, I, I bet you they were thinking we were going to give them x y and z ways to choose a natural animal <laughs> health practitioner and who should they choose and why should they choose bottom line really the the, the question to ask yourself is why Mm-hmm. I don't even think there's a how here. I think the question is why choose a natural health practitioner? And if you can answer that because I want the best possible care for my pet, I want them to um, thrive, Right. then you can take the next step and decide who is going to help you. If you want to take the first step in preventative, I'd say go with a naturopath. And I'm not just saying that because I am one. I'm saying that because that's what I would do. Exactly. If you want somebody to help you get over some chronic issues, you might want to contact a holistic vet to diagnose exactly what the real issues are because maybe, just maybe, all those tests that you had done at your traditional vet didn't really give the answer. They gave the Mm -hmm. symptoms. Right. They didn't get to the root. And, you know, a a lot of misconceptions about, you know, people completely freak out with cancer and think that, you know, there's only one or two answers. Yeah. And I, I do have to say this here about cancer. Cancer is not a disease. What? No. It's a body completely out of homeostasis or out of balance. It needs to be detoxed and put back on the right path. Yep. And the only way that you, I mean, you can do, you can do that. 
But if you go to a traditional vet first and take that route first, be prepared for alternative health to probably not work. Right. Because Even though some, broken some down veterinarians the whole will, right, some veterinarians will try to incorporate uh, some holistic things in with their chemotherapy, let's say, uh, like supplements and so forth. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, it's not always. As, it's not going to be as effective. Let's face it. You know, I mean, they're just trying to make up for the damage they're doing. Whereas if you went all natural in the first place, there wouldn't be any damage going on. It would all be healing. Well, you know, I had a, a my dog grew up with a wonderful golden retriever who was a year older than him, and she's no longer on this earth. Mm-hmm. And I always thought she was so energetic and so hyper, and I always thought she would way outlive my nine-year-old boy. Right. And she uh, got cancer. He went the traditional route 100%. Mm-hmm. She had been fed and raised 100% traditional. And exercised was, you know, greatly. This dog was always exercised. She was never fat. She, but she had gone traditional as far as food and vaccines and the whole thing. Went the route of chemo, and she was gone within a month. Yeah. So, um, with my husband encouraging him to come and talk to me, but just could not bring himself to do it, which wasn't ready to hear it. Yeah. And so, bottom line, that is a personal choice, but it, it, if you take that, if you take, if you go that route, you always have to be ready for the consequences that come with your decision. That's right. So, knowing that, um, what we encourage you to do is just get educated, get empowered with knowing what is and isn't the truth, uh, and what you, as the pet owner, have the the right to do or not, mm-hmm. and then go from there. Yes. But bottom line, personally, I'm going to tell you here now, the choice is always yours. Mm-hmm. And the decision is yours, and you will you must be, hold yourself accountable for the consequences, good or bad, of your decision. One way or the other, that's right. And run with it. That's right. <laughs> and that and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's your story, and you're sticking to it. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And if you guys didn't get to hear us in the live show, we apologize as there was technical difficulties once again with Blog Talk Radio. But we mm-hmm. appreciate the fact that we have the platform anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, Jeannie, I don't know what words of wisdom you want to share in closing but we will um, think about that and and as I ramble on here and tell the audience that tomorrow <laughs> we have with us Carolyn Resnick of, um, she's going to be talking about uh, water hole rituals with us the language of horse mm-hmm. and um, that's exciting because boy does this woman have this dance with the horse oh, boy. Um, anyway <laughs> Anyway, um, and no, our audience couldn't hear us, so unfortunately the live audience got cut off. Um, What a bummer. But anyway, um, what parting words of wisdom do you want people to walk away with, Jeannie? Wow. I think our whole show were were words of wisdom. I hope that everybody heeds them, that they they research, you know, they study for themselves, they take responsibility for the, the animals that they've chosen to bring into their lives, and it's for life. So, you know, treat them as you would want someone to treat you. Take care of them the way you would want someone to take care of you. And... What could I add to that, Jeannie? What possibly could I add to that? I'm sure you can. (laughs) Be empowered with unlearning. There you go. Be empowered to make your own decisions for your animals. But get, like Jeannie said, get get the knowledge. You can't make decisions unless you have the knowledge. And there is a wealth of information Mm -hmm. out there. Be discerning about where you get your information. Ask those who you see their animals are thriving. And... Being be you be the person who decides yes what to do with your pet 
mm-hmm. and we hope that that, has, that encourages you in your walk. And um, again, we have tons of audios in the archive that can help you be empowered on our own on our show on our main site animaltalknaturally.com and um, I don't know when we're going to be doing another show alone again but we hope that you guys were encouraged by what you did learn today and uh, in the spirit of love and truth we hope you all have a tail wagging hoof stomping wing flapping perfectly animal talking day Pets and nature come together every week on Pet Talk Naturally with your hosts, Dr. Kim Bloomer and Dr. Jeannie Thomason. Learn how to care for your pets with all the wonderful natural elements that nature has to offer so your pets can live a happy, healthy, and harmonious life. Pet Talk Naturally, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Naturally. Naturally.